0: Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Thursday, November 10th, 2016, and this is the ride. A beautiful, brisk November morning with sun and leaves flying around wind kicking things up a little bit but a completely cloudless sky temperature is 55 degrees not too bad for second week of november i remember a few years back it would have been probably 15 years ago i had to commute to my hometown of kalamazoo every day from indiana during the month of November. And it was the worst November I ever remembered when it came to weather and snow and that business. And so I am really enjoying this kind of weather. I think it was a week ago that it was near 70 degrees. First week in November. But hey, I'm not here to talk about the weather, I mean, the weather's not special. Every place on planet Earth has weather. So that's all I'm gonna talk about, the weather. So what should we talk about that's of value? Anything going on with you guys? Um, I was having a hard time doing my work yesterday because I was kinda of tired because I stayed up till three in the morning to see who our new president was gonna be. I'm not going to be political. I'll tell you this, I'm glad that whole thing was over, that whole election cycle, and I'm ready to support our president, uh, President President-elect Donald Trump, and pray for him. I think that's the thing we need to do. I don't care if you voted for him or voted for Hillary the fact of the matter is this is a situation we find ourselves in and if you want as Americans if you want to have the country that you're looking to have you've got to pray because I'm pretty sure that you're not a lobbyist that's going to have the Trump administration's ear but You are a lobbyist in the spiritual realm, and you've got God's ear. And you know what? God's bigger than Donald Trump. God's bigger than Hillary Clinton. God's bigger than anything. And I believe as you spend time in prayer, make your petitions known to him, and live in a holy and righteous way, those prayers will be answered. They might not be answered in the way that you want, But I believe that God is hearing us. We're to pray without ceasing. So let's do that. And isn't it true that no matter who we voted for, we do want a United States that aligns with our principles? I mean, no matter who i'm talking to isn't that kind of what you want i mean one person might have different principles than another but you're wanting the country to align with your principles well here's what you do you pray and ask the lord that the country will align with your principles and then what you but the better thing to do is to pray and ask god that your principles would line up with his and then when you're praying you are you would be praying the will of god and I don't think you can lose when you're praying to the will of God. I love seeing all these farm farm implements, tractors and stuff. I'm, I'm passing a field right now that is super green. And it's it's November. The grass in the yards are starting to turn yellow. And that little bit of Hazy orange, I think it means it's kind of getting ready for winter. But this field, this field was green and lush, like I was looking at a picture from Ireland or something. And you know what that means? You know, that farmer wanted that field to be green and lush, I'm sure of it. Not sure what he's growing, but. It looked like it was doing what it was supposed to be doing. He didn't just wish that field to look that good so that I could drive by it and, and be amazed. I think he worked at it. I think he caused certain things to happen. He, he made things happen in the right timing, whether it was watering, planting, fertilizing, plowing even before he planted. All those things had to take place in the right timing so that I could drive by it today in the second week of November and be amazed at how great a field that was and give glory to that farmer who obviously did something right. But if I were to ask that field, hey, how does it feel to be Prospering so well, you know, if the field had a persona, but the field would feel really good. Like I, I get to take part in this creating value, creating this this bounty. And then I could say to the field, could you do this all on your own? And and it would say, No, no, I had to rely on the master gardener to, to do things in the right timing. And I'd say, so you didn't do this yourself? And the field says, no, he couldn't do it without me, but he's the one who did it. Are you hearing this? This is called preaching. You need to take this in. That master gardener couldn't do it without me, but he's the one who did the work. And I get to take part in the bounty. And I get to take part in the glorifying of the Master Gardener. You look at me and you see the glory of the Gardener. And then I would say to the field, boy, it must be a real honor to, to be able to show God's glory this way. The Master Gardener's glory. And it would say, yeah, it, it's great that you appreciate this, that you can recognize the glory of the master gardener today. But what you should know is that there was a time that he had to plow me. He had to prepare me. He had to take out some of the things that would have caused the field to not bring glory to him. He had to take out the big stones, the big rocks. I'd ask the field, well, what are the... what do the rocks represent? And it's areas where things wouldn't grow. It's area, areas where the roots wouldn't be strong enough to withstand the weather of the day, the storms, the, the wind. And so the master gardener had to take those rocks out and it was uncomfortable. The plowing was uncomfortable. And I'd say to the field, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, are you still feeling the pain from when those things were taken out? And the field says, well, I did for a while. I was kind of used to those things. And it didn't feel like I was myself when he took those things out. But after a while, I came to realize that they didn't really belong there. And I didn't know that they didn't belong there until those things were challenged and taken out. And as the plow went through my field, every time it picked up a stone or a rock, I felt the pain, because I didn't want to let it go. In fact, as he was plowing these things out, at times I didn't want to let these things go so bad that I felt like I wasn't going to be the same field anymore. I was worried that I was losing my identity. And as I thought about that, the field said this, but then I realized that I would rather have the identity of the master gardener than, that, than my original identity, because what you don't know is I never had a crop growing. I was just scrubbed just a field with scrub grass and it didn't really do any good as he told me this i looked around him and there was scrub grass all around yet he stood out in fact he was the the fact that he stood out he that was the reason why i looked at him in the first place the why why i noticed him and why i was giving him and the gardener glory is because i noticed he was different and the field told me, I realized that those things were necessary so that I could be different and that I could bring forth a crop. And so I'm glad that the gardener, that the master farmer did that. Because I had no idea what kind of potential I had. No idea. And I sat there in amazement, and and I looked across the way and I saw another field that had once had a crop in it earlier in the year. And I saw the master farmer over there plowing that field. And I noticed he was plowing it different than the way that he planted those original rows. And that got me me thinking. This morning I, I saw this. The farmer was plowing at a different angle than the way he had planted his crop. And I got a feeling that when he plowed that field last year, he might have plowed it in a different angle. Which gets me thinking because you know we can go through certain things obviously if you haven't figured it out yet we're the field and God's the master farmer we can go through a period of time where the Lord is plowing our life to bring out the stones that hinder our growth the things that really shouldn't be there when you want to have a field that is prosperous and we can have a period of time where we are showing God's glory. After that plowing, we show God's glory, and it's great. And then that season, that season is done. There's always new seasons coming. It'd be a tragedy if the, if the field said, oh, all the things are dying in my, in my life, in my field. I thought God wanted to bring glory in this field. Well, the master gardener knows that there's another season coming. Don't forget, you've got another season coming. And guess what? Just like that farmer I just saw a few minutes ago, the plowing that takes place for the next season, it might be different than how he prepared for for the last season. He might go deeper. He might attempt to get the stones and the the hindrances out that are deeper. Or he might be plowing the same depth, but now that he's coming at it from a different angle, he's able to get things he didn't get last year. It's never comfortable to have that plowing take place. But you need to remember the glory that was produced last season. And know that in the hands of a good farmer and the master gardener that you will bring glory again one more thing too it's not like you bring glory just when the harvest is ripe you know as I'm driving by these fields this morning I'm realizing that I see, a f- I see fresh tillage I have a friend who went to ag school, and whenever he sees fields getting plowed, he just gets excited. Fresh tillage! Look at that tillage! I, by faith, see the field already producing when I see that tilled earth. I see the results. I see the effort that goes into tilling that ground. I see the glory of the farmer even before the harvest. And I think we need to remember that. Sometimes we need to realize and see the glory of God in our life before that harvest is seen. So if you're going through the tilling and the plowing season, or, or if the plow is going through you, Remember that you're in the hands of the Master, and there is a purpose. And please see yourself as the glory of God, no matter where you're at in the journey. You might be a new Christian, and you might think that you don't offer much to the world. Well, don't worry about that. As long as you're offering much to the Lord, to the Master, that's a great place to start ultimately, that's, that's what's difficult, even for the most maturest of Christians, is to be able to offer yourself a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto the Lord. But it can be done. And, you know, he doesn't ask us to be perfect before we do that. He says, I'll perfect you as you do that. Just like he does with the field. The field isn't perfect field will probably never ever be perfect but it doesn't keep it from growing a beautiful crop just be pliable in the hands of the master and you will show his glory no matter what part of your season you're in don't fight the plow don't fight the plow Lord we thank you for this beautiful day we thank you that you are the master farmer our life that you want to bring forth a bounty in our life no matter what kind of field we are you can use us so right now we give ourselves to you fully to use us and to help develop us and bring us to new levels in you I thank you for the privilege of being your child I thank you for everyone listening today sons and daughters of the king ready to show the world your glory in Jesus name Amen all right everyone stay in the Word of God live in peace pray for those who persecute you and never forget remember to look at yourself the way God sees you as a glorified new creation who goes through seasons yes but is victorious through every single one of them if you keep holding on to his hand and letting him do the work that he wants to do And I will see you on the flip.